Uh, we're probably going to have to pay for that theme. Oh, well. In Marvel Studios' action-packed spy thriller titled Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Black Widow, confronts the darker parts of her ledger as Black Widow when a con dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past before Black Widow arises. Pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down, Natasha, a.k.a. Black Widow, must deal with her history as a spy and Black Widow and the broken relationships left in her wake long before she became an Avenger named Black Widow. Perry, why did you say Black Widow so many times? I, I just, I was just reading the, the thing, the synopsis. Well, she's dead. Why are we worried about it? Uh, well, I, mean, I guess, I mean, she's got a movie that just came out. What? Just came out in the theaters, and we watched it. Oh, you're right. Is that what we watched? We did. Wow, that's huge. That was it, Black Widow. Are you sure? I think that was the title. So I'm gonna take these headphones off now. Here we are, recording, and it's I great. I know, isn't that wild? Yeah. This is almost, Perry, this is almost a live stream. Basically. Because this is the quickest turnaround we've I'm ever... I'm alive. Well, I was going to say, this is the quickest, this is almost a live reaction. Yeah, basically. I mean, we finished the movie about an hour ago. Mm hmm And... After driving through Lafayette with all kinds of roadblocks. Yeah, roadblocks, and then dropping your laundry off. And I had to pee so bad. Yeah, that's what movies do to you. It happens, you know. It was a long movie. It was like two and a half hours. Just about. Was it really that long? I think so. Let me check the runtime. I feel like it was like 2.14, which I guess would round up. 2.14, final answer. Oh. It's 2.13. Oh. Minute off, and you were over, so. So I lose. So you lose. Yeah. That's too bad. Well, uh, Black Widow. All right, we just finished it. It's uh, directed by Kate Shortland, and it's written by Eric Pearson Jack, Jack, Jack Schaefer, who I believe also wrote WandaVision, and Ned Benson. Is that, um, is that related to Freddie Benson from iCarly? I doubt it. I really doubt it. What about Johnny Benson, the race car driver? I also really doubt that. Okay. Yes. That's fair. Uh, and it stars Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, David Harbour, Rachel Weiss, and others that are less important. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. Um, fun fact for you, there are some funny names of people that are actors in this movie. Really? Uh, young Natasha's actress is named Ever. Ever Anderson. Oh. I 100% hate that. That's awful. <laughs> it's almost bad as uh, Sadie Robertson naming her baby Honey. <laughs> Yikes. People are getting really creative. The guy who gets all the like planes and stuff, his name is O.T., that's probably short for something, though. Like O-T-I or... Like O-T. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's that short like for something a, cool, that sounds I'm like a, down like a that, stage name, like a rapper name. Maybe so. I just happened to look down uh, at the, the cast and see that the girl's name was Ever, and I was like, I don't like that. No. But, uh, yeah, here we go. I mean, 
first Marvel movie since since what? Since would it be Far From Home? Far From Home came out right after Endgame, right? Does that, does that sound right? I think so. Yeah, that should be right cuz uh Far From Home kicked off the latest uh phase, right? Um yes, I do believe Far From Home was 2019. I believe it was July 2019. Yeah, it was cuz I saw it. Then so I remember. And then Endgame would have been like April 2019. Yeah. Because we saw that when we were still students. Yes. Yeah, so there we go. This is the first real Avengers movie to come out in almost two, two years. In, yeah, in just about two years. That's wild to me. Crazy. We've had now two and a half Marvel series on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. More like two and like seven eighths. Yeah, two and two and six five sixths. Yeah, you're right. Two and five sixths. To be to be specific. Um. And so, yeah, that Loki uh, finale is coming out this week, but we're not here to talk about Loki. We're here to talk about Black Widow. Are you sure? I think so. I've said it enough times already. What about Grey Widow? I mean, maybe that's her mom. I don't know. What mom? Uh, But spoilers abound. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when this will be released, um, but it will probably be released within a matter of a week or a couple weeks from the actual release of this movie. So if you haven't seen it... Just that's on you. Just go watch it and then come back to us. We right. will probably have some spoilers. We don't really care. No, we, don't we really, saw it. We don't really try to save you to, from that. To, to like not spoil things because that would be that would kind of like ruin because, the episode, right? And because we both have now seen it together, so why would we like not talk about exactly the spoils? Yeah. Um. Cool. So, yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, I'm gonna give some background on the production of this movie that was supposed to come out all the way back in july of 2020 uh it was actually first in may of 2020 it premiered uh, about a week ago at various events worldwide and then finally uh in theaters yesterday was its official release day and then through disney plus premiere access it is the first film of phase four MCU and so far doing pretty well. Uh, let's look at the early reviews of the sh- the movie. Seven point two IMDb, eighty percent Rotten Tomatoes, sixty seven percent Metacritic. Not too good there. I feel like Metacritic's usually not super hard on movies, but uh, there you go. Not doing too bad. Not doing too fantastic either. Yeah, uh, I haven't really had time to go in and do a bunch of looking in at the different background Mm -hmm. of this film because i didn't want to spoil it for myself before watching it but i will say uh something i noticed is some of the settings that they use in the film like you know they're in norway pretty early on Mm -hmm. uh i thought that was super awesome and they talk about in the wikipedia page how using inspiration from how to train your dragon no no country for old men thelma and louise and captain america winter soldier for some of the uh different wow elements taking place in, in terms of setting in terms of cinematography fight sequences i definitely can see the captain america winter soldier elements of yeah. how the film is shot how the i mean there's certain ways that you mm-hmm. kind of got to follow right natasha as a fighter as a hero mm-hmm. and she doesn't have the superpowers so so they do a lot of shaky cam <laughs> yep. during the fights um and that was probably a lot of just like looking back at how it worked for the Winter Soldier, which is also my favorite Marvel movie, possibly. I mean, we'll see where this one fits in. Yeah. Uh, but yes, film score, 
Lorne Balfi. Sounds Norwegian. Yes, he's a Scottish composer. Ah. Uh, veteran uh, of Zimmer. He's, he's got some connections with Hans Zimmer's mm. uh, old production studio. And I think he kind of split off onto his own. It looks like uh, originally Tony Stark, Iron Man, was supposed to appear in the film, and then they took him out. Um, I wonder if that had anything to do with the delay, if they decided it just didn't fit anymore, if it wasn't maybe wasn't appropriate anymore. I don't know. Um, but there was really early talks about making a Black Widow movie way back before even like you know like when the first Iron Man movie had come out. Oh, That's wow. kind of when they started thinking about making a Black Widow movie. Lionsgate actually had the rights of the of the Black Widow character back in 2004. And then in 2006, they dropped the rights and, and they went back to Marvel Studio. And then in 2010, uh, before, I guess just prior to 2010, 2009, Emily Blunt was actually in talks with Marvel to wow. play Black Widow for Iron Man 2, which then it wasn't really Black Widow. It was just like Romanoff. It was like the yeah. hidden... Natasha Romanoff. Yeah, it wasn't... You don't really... Yeah, but she ends up not taking the role due to Gulliver's Travels. So I'm going to say she's she's probably regretting that decision. But in 2009, Scarlett Johansson signed on instead. And we are um, thankful. We are quite thankful for that. But I believe it was 2014, 15... When they really started working on the original script, I don't know who who actually wrote that script, but they were worried of a R rating on the movie, oh. and so they in 2019 rewrote the script with Ned Benson uh, to try to get it kind of away from the R rating. Interesting. That was when Florence Pugh entered negotiations to join the cast. Fantastic call there, I would say, and. We'll, th- we'll have to see, since we're just one day in, uh, I'm really, really interested to see the kind of money this movie's going to make, because we really haven't seen a lot of financial success in movies since yeah. pandemic, and I am... I, I really think this is the this is the Kickstarter, possibly. Like, if we look at movies coming out soon, I mean, we've got Jungle Cruise, um, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi, I mean... Eternals. Eternals, Space Jam coming out Space July Jam. 16th as well. Uh, Snake Eyes, we saw a trailer for that, um, which I'm not super excited about, but whatever. Dune, still coming out this year, possibly, maybe next year. This movie I'm super excited about, Dennis Villanueva. Doctor Strange and the multiverse thing. That's still a few years out. I Is think. it really? Yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, I think they've pushed that one way oh, kind of back. It might be 2022. Maybe so, maybe even 23, I'm not sure. I think it was that. originally supposed to be 2021. Um, Suicide Squad has a movie coming out next month. Don't care. Free Guy coming out in August as well. That looks really fun. Paw Patrol movie, if you're interested in that. That could be a banger. That could that could absolutely be a great movie to go to mm-hmm. just, on, just yourself. on some kind of yeah. drug. I, that drug is called serotonin. <laughs> Clifford the Big Red Dog, if you're also feeling another one of those types I, of movies. That's my childhood right there. <laughs> I'm going to say that will probably suck. Um, <laughs> Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, I mean, I'm very excited for that. Adam's actually. Family 2, Hotel Transylvania. I'm literally just reading through. But Hotel Transylvania still exists? <laughs> yeah, yes. Transfermania. I'm pretty sure they lost a lot of their uh, voice cast. Oh, no. If I remember right, Adam Sandler is not going to be in this film. And they got Brian Hull, the YouTube star, to be Dracula, to imitate Adam Sandler. Which is super exciting. I mean, come on. I followed this guy on YouTube for years and he's just he's an impersonator. He goes to the Disney parks 
and impersonates. But he's he's gonna be impersonating what? Adam Sandler's character. Anyway, this isn't about that movie. This is about Black, Black Widow. Widow. We, we, we've made that very clear. <laughs> James Bond is October. Dune is October. The point is, go to the movies. The point is, we're hoping that this is what we see. Start seeing some numbers coming back in, and we're gonna start seeing some movies coming out. Wes, would you like to do a breakdown of this movie in Wes's words? I can try. This is your quickest, like, uh, turnaround ever. I know, I know. Jokes on you, Perry. I usually make this up on the fly anyway. Ah, I knew that already. Or do I? (laughs) Ah, so the screen fades in, Perry, to children having fun. And if you know anything about Natasha Romanoff, you know that she cannot have fun. That's not allowed. And since this is her movie, Black Widow, one can assume that one of those children is her. And very soon, we see the Russian-ness start to fit in i guess and the accents come out uh that they'd been hiding and i guess they were on a mission of some kind uh and who sends children on missions i don't really know but we see some kind of russian mob crime boss man eventually who ends up being said antagonist and he would be someone perry someone that would send children on a mission where there are guns and planes and police officers Moving on, we get to see Natasha do some spy things where it shows that she has every connection you could ever imagine. And I am still not sure, Perry, where the Avengers get their money. Just all from Tony Stark. I'm I'm not even sure. (laughs) Does he? I don't know. Um, One would think the government would give them compensation, but then again, they don't like them anymore because this takes place right after the Sokovia Accords. Yeah. So where does she get this money? Not sure. Maybe our tax dollars. Could very well be. And then some person that I thought was a man the entire movie, who ended up being <laughs> female at the end, comes and blows up her car. Uh, uh, probably a blast. To, she, to be clear, it was because she was in a robot suit, not because of how she looked. No, no. Very much a robot suit with, like, male muscle, like, plates. Yes, definitely when, no... Um, it was definitely meant to surprise us at the yes, end. Yes, absolutely. Um, and a mask that rivals Kylo Ren, uh-huh. one might say. Or Doom. Yes. Victor Von Doom. Uh, and so they fight. There was definitely an explosion that should have killed her, but it didn't. Um, also, this this girl has a ripoff Captain America shield that no one said was vibranium, but I feel like we can assume mm. because it looked like it, mm-hmm. if you ask me, because we know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not uh, what's his name from Falcon and Winter Soldiers. You mean the U.S. agent? Yeah, U.S. agents, man-made. Or hand, like, yeah, trash. You know. Natasha goes to Budapest. Make sure you remember that. Budapest. Uh, and some blonde girl tries to kick her butt, uh, and then they just end up doing the exact same fighting moves because they end up being siblings, but not actually siblings because all the widows are stolen. And yes, you heard plural because there are thousands of them. Yeah. And apparently they are in some sort of mind control uh, that is put on by Natasha's fake mother, who was married to Natasha's fake father, who is the rival, the opposite of... Captain America, uh, I believe it's... The Red Guardian. The Red Guardian, which is the most Soviet Union thing you could ever think of. Super soldier, from, yeah. Um, and he's very chubby, but he's still squeezed into his suit, which is great. Um, and then they end up on a flying space station, but it's not a space station. It's just a fortress in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, and insert family battle montage of a family that's not really a family, um, but are all super spies skilled in the martial arts and things like that. And then there is some nose-breaking, some stabbing, some explosions that are quite fun, um, a skydiving sequence, which at the end, 
I don't think I would have ever been more happy to touch the ground, even though <laughs> someone was still trying to kill me. I felt relieved when they touched the ground. Yes. Um, and then insert new haircut. Hmm. End scene. End scene. And then she's dead again. <laughs> yeah. After the credits. In the cut. In in the after credits scene. Yeah. <laughs> she is still dead. It's like, oh, yeah, wait, we forgot. This was all before she died. And so she's still dead. Sad. Big sad. Big sad. If you didn't know that, uh, that's not my problem. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only, th- I would say, well done, the only thing you left out is the emphasis on their family reunion when they get oh, back yes. together. So it's, many family reunions. That's like all that it's about, I feel like, for a good half of it. Not to say, not to sound like in a bad way. No, it was good. I liked it. Yeah, I will say that the biggest portion of the film was about family. The the family, the sister, the the fake father, fake mother, getting them back together and Taking down figuring the out boss. if they actually like each other, working out their their emotions. I mm-hmm. mean, they have a very raw scene at the dinner table where the mother and father are trying to pretend like this is like a like a reuniting of the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Natasha and y- Yelena, Yelena are not happening. Are like you guys left us in this program that they put us us in mind control and snip snap snip snap no kids yeah no ovaries yep (laughs) and i mean i guess natasha got out before the mind control was starting to be used is what it sounds like right they and when she got out was kind of why they did the mind developed this program so that nobody would get out yeah um yeah so and she never came back for her sister so that was something she had to work through with her sister and then the then the father was kept talking about how the, it was such a boring thing for him was their time as a family and, and they're the, like we loved it yeah and, and Yelena was like that was my favorite part of my life that was real to me you were real to me yeah like, so yeah some raw scenes yeah. of emotion and some good jokes some good jo- I was honestly liking it it was so different mm-hmm. it did not feel like your typical Avengers movie where like just superheroes doing superhero things right because she's not a superhero right she's not this, she kicks things quote this family kind guy. of reminded me i mean it reminded me a lot of winter soldier mm-hmm. but winter soldier is kind of like you're 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 on the run the whole time um and there's not a lot of time for like those kind of personal emotions and issues to to flesh out mm-hmm. um it also reminded me a little bit of logan oh okay uh, as a as a superhero movie that was just kind of a step out of the sure. norm, out of the like main plot line of fighting um, these big cosmic villains or whatever, mm-hmm. um, where he's just being like raw and um, it's not really his emotions with other people. It's just kind of a, his battle with himself a lot in that movie. But we're talking about Black Widow. <laughs> Felt to me, Perry, like a female James Bond. A little bit. Which I think is what she really is. Yeah. Yeah, she she is kind of that, and she just doesn't have an Aston Martin that flies. I will say there was just an absolute smorgasbord of of Avengers jokes. Oh yeah, for like, sure. Like like you're part of the Avengers. Like where's your big thunder god from the sky? You well, know? it's just or like it's, it's like you're not really a superhero. I mean, you have to take you do all the other. Does a does a god from outer space have to take ibuprofen after every fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like she's like. <laughs> I figured if we got you involved, the big ones might come. And she's yeah. like, the big ones? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's funny. 
Yeah, so tons of those jokes and kind of reminders that Natasha is just a regular human human that happens to be incredibly skilled in fighting and stuff um, and resourceful and can just break her nose on a desk and sever her nerve her thing olfactory artery nerve yeah nerve i guess just by doing that and then just snap it back in place and you're good and then you don't have to like probably cgi her broken nose for like a, a couple minutes for, for and then too. and then she like fix snaps it back and so that they probably don't have to do that the rest of the scene and um, make her seem like more of a boss <laughs> that was sick though not gonna lie that was really cool <laughs> <laughs> All that being said, what what is what are some takeaways for you? Well, Perry, as I was walking in your house today, your dad said to me, well, "What'd you think?" And I was like, "If I had to give it, do it in one word, I would say endearing." Okay, endearing. Yeah, and you did not like a oh, that's cute. I mean, you t- you turned to me afterwards and said, "That's cute." I said that was cute. That was cute. But like, you can easily say that was cute as like a demeaning thing. Like, oh, you can see they tried really hard. Well, not like that. I mean, like, it was nice. It was, I when I say endearing, I mean, like, you see, like, a family bond actually kind of happen. Yeah. And, I mean, the parents, in quotation marks, parents, like, their relationship is one thing, but, like, the relationship between the sisters, I thought, I thought it was endearing. It was nice. Yeah. They really got along. They worked great as a team. They cared about each other. It was, it was nice. Hmm. Yeah. I, I think it's a decent word. I, I would agree that it was endearing and it was nice to really learn a lot about natasha you mean black widow black widow um and what the widows are i didn't know that there are more did you yeah i did not and it seems kind of like we would have known yeah i already forgot the leader's name that's so bad draco 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 uh i feel like that's how you say it right draco uh maybe a very Russian man. Yeah. Um, he does my t- boss that's kind of supposed to make you think of like, they definitely try, they, there's some some kind of connections to uh, Drakov, um, Drakov as the leader, uh, the, the guy who has literally purchased baby girls that have like, mm-hmm. that have like tested well yeah. to, you, you know, think thinks that they will become good soldiers, very basically. capable fo- soldiers fighters apparently only one of 20 of the girls that he picks survive. picks and puts in this program survives the program because they just trash them if they are not good enough and there's a lot of things that are kind of supposed to make you think i think of like sex trafficking of how it how it just people just enslave girls yeah and um yeah the value, I think we talk like a lot about like, I don't know, just like not being able to make their own choices mm-hmm. and that, that that's like at the end, they're all freed and they're like, what do we do now? Right. So anyway, yeah, I think there's a lot of connections there, but it's still still quite uh, different. But um, yeah, a lot more emotion, I think, than I was expecting. A lot more, mm. a lot more just good, solid feels yeah for sure than i was expecting i loved the relationship with the sister florence Pugh killed she, it she was great she's great she's a fantastic actress she um drew high praise for her role in little women mm-hmm. 
Um, and she's, it looks like going to play a big looks role. Looks like we're going to see her a lot more. In uh, probably the Hawkeye series um, is what it sounds like as, as we watched the end credit scene. Mm-hmm. And maybe taking up the, the Black Widow mantle. Possibly, um, yeah. And she's fantastic, so I'm excited to see more of her. But uh, yeah, I would say the the plot largely felt like they tried to come up with a plot that felt big, even though it was kind of shoved in to the Marvel timeline and you never hear about it in the main timeline, you know, mm-hmm. in the main A plot of the MCU being sure. being the Thanos A plot, you know. And so the fact that you never hear about it and it's and it's happened and it's over, mm-hmm. it kind of limits the magnitude of it that it can be. Yeah. Because it's like, if it was this huge thing, we would have heard about it, right? Theoretically. So I think they do well of creating a plot that feels big. It feels... I don't know. It feels like it kind of hits uh, as well as it could. Mm-hmm. Um, and doesn't try to overstep as being... Because, you know, if you overstep, you're like, okay, how did the Avengers not get involved? How did they not hear about it? Right. So I don't think they did that. Um and so they make it feel big, and because Natasha doesn't have superpowers like Thor and whatever, mm-hmm. it is, you know, it is big. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think David Harbour was fantastic as well as the bumbling oh, buffoon, for sure, for sure, strong man, um, super soldier, super soldier, another one, yet another. They just seem to be popping up. They're so much more serum than, than anyone thought. could have imagined. It's like, do we need some muscle? <laughs> This guy happened to get super super soldier serum some somewhere along the line. We don't yep. need to explain it at all. It just happens. So there's that. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it though. I enjoyed it. Oh, for sure, for sure, enjoyed it. It feels weird uh, to to rank it because it's so different. I kind of put it in a different category than a lot of. I it was you know Perry. It was a great standalone. Yes. Like, do not give me a sequel, mm-hmm. which they. I don't feel like they will. Don't feel like they can. I don't. I don't think so either. Unless they really want to keep paying Scarlett Johansson. Which, Perry, I used to hate Black Widow. Really? You coming around? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love Black Widow. I'm now. I'm super sad she's dead now. <laughs> yeah. It is sad. But I think that was another purpose of this movie, to make us love her more. Maybe so. Because, like, they ripped her away from us right yeah. when she got really cool. Right. And like I said, they've been planning this movie for a long time, but they... I think just things didn't work out and timing and there and eventually it got pushed back so far that she's already dead and now they're having the movie come out. But I think it works, you know. It worked great. It works. Maybe want to um, watch it more because I wanted I wanted more Black Widow if you yeah. didn't know that what the movie was about. Yeah, I mean the, I think the absolute biggest thing that it does is, is basically a sets up like the widows program mm-hmm. so you kind of understand that I think that will show up again probably meeting widows, highly trained fighting women. Um, former widows, I imagine Florence Pugh's Black Widow will probably have connections with a lot of fighting women, yeah, yeah, that are that are going out and trying to free others, uh, possibly. So that'll probably show up again, and then also, uh, yeah, just setting up her her version of Black Widow, Black Widow. So, and it does it well, and it's a good homage to our original female Avenger, yeah. And now there's so many more. I don't know. She's the she's the original, and I don't think she goes out of style. You no, know, I think not. I think they're just they're just trying to. The, they keep changing and they keep pumping out more characters and over and over more guys, more girls, more 
humanoids, more mm-hmm. aliens, whatever. But the original six will never go out of style. There's six, right? The originals won't go out of style, and it's nice to see her go out on this note. And this was probably the second to last, second to last standalone movie for the original Avengers, probably. So, I would imagine Thor, Love and Thunder, to be the last, unless well, they just keep pumping out Thors. Which, if they're anything like Ragnarok, they can. Which they can, yeah, because he's amazing, uh, and he's a god. So yeah, literally. So you don't have to worry about his. I just hope death. he's not chubby anymore. He will not be chubby. Facts. People don't want to look at that. <laughs> it even, side note, Chubby Thor even made like the last Thanos fight scene like less than. Right. It could have been. Right. I'll never understand how, uh, how Thor with no like Infinity Stones could almost like in Thanos with six Infinity Stones, he could Thor almost killed him, and Chubby Thor with both hammer, both hammer and axe, hammer and axe, Iron Man and Cap against Thanos with one Infinity Stone, and they didn't really come close to taking him down. I don't know. We don't have to talk about that. I don't know. Because you know, we don't have to talk about we that. We don't have to worry about it. Because you know who wasn't in that fight scene? What? Black Widow. <laughs> and then the, then, the, then the girls had their little moment and they without, almost took him down? Without Black Widow. Without, without Black Widow. Dang it. And if we're being honest, Scarlet Witch would have just crushed him. Like, just yep. just absolutely just was, crushed him. He was. She was about to. She was about to, if not for that uh, thing he did. Those dang missiles. With the missiles, yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, should we give it a score? Let's give it a on score. The hot rod scale of on scoring the hot movies. Hot rod scale of scoring movies. Let me. Okay, so if you don't know already, we uh, we haven't done a BMC for a while. We rank our BMCs on a score of one to ten or one to five, basically, with a five out of five being a straight up party, four out of five being a cool beans, three out of five being something you can scrape the joy out of. A two out of five, it's an unlegit movie, and a one out of five movie. You're the devil! I'm looking at my first my my fourteen rankings here. Have we really done fourteen? This is We've number done, fifteen. This is fifteen. Fifteen BMCs. That's a lot. Yeah. And I'm looking at where my my borderline between five out of five and four out of five is. And my top rated four out of five right now is Braveheart. And some people may hate me for this. Uh, I would say at this moment, I'm going to rank Black Widow ahead of Braveheart. Oh, I definitely would. Um, not that I don't like Braveheart a lot. I do. I think I would put Black Widow at a straight up party. I'll start. My name is Rod, and I like to party. Uh, and I think a five out of five... Though it would be, I think, above Treasure Planet and below Klaus on my I can't BMC believe rankings. That. I think your recency bias got you a little bit there. Well, yes, but I'm but like I said, if I rank it above Braveheart, it's got to be a, either a five out of five or the top four out of five on my list. Okay. Well, I would give it a Cool Beans. Cool Beans. Okay. For sure. Yep. And yeah, I will. Say, the recency bias is a real thing. It's a real yeah. thing. But for now, I'm gonna put it. Right here at number four on my list. Well, Perry, once you put it in there, you can't change it. That's a good point. Because it will not only be typed down, it'll be recorded. That's a good point. All right, moving it down one spot. Ah. 
<laughs> below Treasure Planet just because I'm going to take into account that there is probably recency bias that is putting making me want to put it above Treasure Planet, which is one of my all-time favorite Disney animated movies. But it is good. And it is very good. We're giving it a 5 out of 5. The You are. It is, I am giving it a 5 out of 5. Currently the lowest of my 5 out of 5s, but it's a 5 out of 5 nonetheless. And Wes is giving it a Cool Beans. He cool does beans. not have his BMCs ranked, but he needs to do I that I mean, technically someday. I do. You do. They're just recorded. <laughs> but you forget you forget which ones are which. We need to go back and figure that out someday. But It's a task someday. for another day. Yep. Or you guys could do it on... <laughs> if someone wants to do it for me, I'm in. Should I call Corey? <laughs> anyway, there you go. That's what we got. That's BMC number 15, Black Widow. Go see it. If you haven't, go to the theater. Please. Yes. Support, uh, support them. I know it may be tempting to just pay, it pay the 30 bucks grab the whole family and that's not a bad option if you got kids that you just don't want to take outside that you think they might chew up the upholstery at the theater it happens it's a it's a real problem you may have to deal with but and if you if you do have kids like that you should put them in the black widow program you should put them in the black, or just go to a drive-in and then they just chew your car but <laughs> but uh yeah i would i would highly suggest go to the theater pay for the ticket in the theater experience even though we were the worst seat in the house if we're being honest yeah we had the worst seat in the whole theater still glad we saw in the theater correct so there you go do it and we will see you next time on banter i hardly know her i don't know what our next episode is so Mm -hmm. that's that's how we're signing this baby out and you're not going to really know when it ends it's just going to end suddenly right about here